OTG, OTG. What's going on? This is your boy Marlon, aka Hades. I am down here at the Retro World Expo, aka RetroCon. I am sitting at the booth with Peter Capuccia and his sister, and we are just taking in the scenes today. Everything is going absolutely amazing. There are so many people here. Um, there's so many booths, so many items, people selling things all over the place. This is absolutely amazing. There are a couple of tournaments going on. Um, on the opposite side, and uh, you can you can clearly see that there there are tons of people waiting to play, um, tons of people still rolling in. They opened up at 10 o'clock today, and this place is still packed. Um, we're going to be doing some joint ventures with Super Retro Throwback, that's right next to us um, in the booth next to us, and we'll be tag teaming with them a couple of times. You'll have um, a couple of people coming over, Carly and uh, her her friend Stevie. And I'll be actually going over and joining them for a couple of uh, a couple of recordings as well. Um, I hope you guys are actually down here enjoying yourself. That'd be awesome to see you guys. I hope you guys stop down at the booth and check us out. This is the Only True Gamers podcast, and this is your boy Marlon, aka Hades. We'll be right back. And we're back. This is your boy Marlon, aka Hades, here with the Only True Gamers podcast. We are still sitting down here at the Retro World Expo. I like to call it the RetroCon. Everybody shits on me when I do that, but what, what the fuck ever, I guess. Um, I'm here with my boy Chris Boone. What's going on? AKA. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this dude's name on uh, on his PlayStation profile, but what do you think so far? I, I'm loving it. I love the room, the room they have here now. I mean, the last three years they've been doing at the Oakdale down in uh, Wallingford. Now being here in Hartford, we have a lot more room. It doesn't feel as congested. And, you know, you actually get to see these vendors and take time to go over the stuff. You know, the arcade area is pretty wide. It's like it doesn't feel like a clutter, so to speak. I, I like it. You know, that's, that's the same exact thing that I was thinking um, walking in. Um, you know, I came in through the the downstairs level came up through the elevator and I walk over and I look and I'm like wow this is fucking huge huge you walk in and you see everything and there's like you, you know you you don't need as many aisles because it, it goes back so far now that I think he only has what three or four aisles maybe yeah that's what it looks like I think we've got three aisles but I mean the amount of fenders on each side and on top of that the uh the uh, YouTube personalities have their own section too now. Yeah, and even even like the uh, the amount of space in between, um, you know, where the aisles are, it's not as cluttered. Yeah, that's I, what mean, I mean, it, it, it looks empty because it's so big. It, the aisles look empty. Yeah, but I think it's just better for everyone else. Like you see, people oh, can yeah. take their time and uh, yeah, you know, I, they get to look over. I mean, sometimes I went in a few of these booths. Because they have like so much stuff and everyone's like elbow to elbow, but I bet it beats like the last two years. Yeah, I mean, I, 
like I said, I definitely agree. The space, the space is definitely welcomed. Even though, like, you, like I said, you walk in and it looks almost empty, but it, it's it's only because it's so big. Like, if you put the same amount of people and vendors, oh my God, it's fucking Bat Dad. <laughs> he's got look, he's got he's got lit, mini Batman yeah, and Robin with him. Yep, he's got Robin. That guy's and fucking Batman. awesome. <laughs> That's fucking dope. The the whole outfit is dope. Yeah. That's just great. Bat Dad. Bat Bat Dad, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man, we're doing a podcast. We're live. We're actually recording right now. Yeah. Those the, the, these guys' costumes right here to, yeah, to, to, to interrupt. Really and he's 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 gonna, he's gonna get some pictures because this is awesome. These the pictures, man. You're gonna see this later. Chris Boone will put them up in the group and everything. But these this is super em. dope. Super dope. Um, I mean, you could obviously tell what it's made of when they get closer but I mean the costumes these guys put some work into it he's got both his kids with him and his one of his older kids is Robin and then his younger one is like a mini Batman with like the regular old school like blue and gray and the dad is wearing the new like Christian Bale type stuff so this is dope that's definitely a, a dope yeah, he's costume got the, the son has got the Adam West um, yes Batman look yes and, and to be honest if they were giving out awards I, I would make them win immediately because that's awesome. That's a family affair and immediately reminded me of Bat Dad. That's just super dope. <laughs> we got Deadpool over there too in the Green Ranger. Yeah, yeah. He's carrying around a unicorn too. <laughs> Yo, there was an awesome Mega Man that was running around. It was a yeah, kid. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. But it was Mega Man X, right? Yeah, he was. It was badass. I mean, these... I have to say, as much as I like to shit on the parents nowadays for not raising their kids right, there are a certain select few amount of parents that raise their kids right. 100% when you, agree. If, when you bring your kid in here dressed as fucking Mega Man X, you win. You fucking win. His helmet even glowed and had yes. the, it had everything on yes. it. Yes. Probably the most authentic uh, Mega Man I've ever seen. I, man, I, I tell you absolutely fucking amazing I, I, that, the job that they did with that costume is absolutely fucking amazing it's, it's super super dope super dope I, I, I don't know what else to say yeah I, um, I'm actually kind of floored at how the uh, Raspberry Pi here actually works now that I uh, actually have that Super Nintendo uh, mini yeah, and uh, all the, the junk talking that went on on the OTG uh, Facebook page we had a little uh disagreement throughout but now that I'm looking at it it's kind of like a no brainer if you can get someone like Pete here that knows what he's doing with the check out Peter Retro Pie Pete Capuccia okay he's Kenshin what's that Kenshin 1913 Kenshin 1913 he's got business cards and everything like that he's in the group you can um, message him uh, to check him out he, he can build them also uh, Kevin Peter's a part of the uh, Super Stream team as well but Kevin um, as well he knows how to build them. Um, so the, the the reason why I would rather support the RetroPie as opposed to the um, the the classic stuff that Nintendo's coming out with is because Nintendo is bare boning you. They are bare boning you. When you see the amount of stuff that you can do. And, and these people who create these programs, they're coming up with new stuff all of the time. Whereas Nintendo's just going to sell you a product and tell you to kick rocks. Um, these guys are coming up with new stuff all of the time. And they're, they're making it so you can get more and more all of the time. With Nintendo, you don't get that. You just yeah, don't. But I feel like they do that because they're, it's their product. I mean, if they, it's gave, a business. You, if, if they gave you everything 
they'd have no way to sell those digital versions on yes, their, but their Game Boys. That's, but their, see, that's the problem. I'm not saying give you everything at once. Make it possible to get what you want later down the road. Yeah, they're not I, doing I agree that. with that. That's what they're I said telling in my you, argument. They're I, telling you 30 games, kick rocks. Next time, 20 games, kick rocks. That's that's it. With the RetroPie, you can pick what you want. And if somebody says, hey, uh, do you remember this game? No, I don't remember that game. Oh, here, just download this ROM. Bam, got it. You can't do that with the with with, with Nintendo's products. You yeah, just can't do it. I, I wish and they're it not was offering it. That's just I, that, I wish that, it was. It, and it, it at least put their virtual console on. That's it. what I'm talking about. Like if they had if they had something like the virtual console where, where I was able to go in and get it later, I'd be fine with it. But they're yeah. not doing that. Yeah, because that is a way to sell the individual games if they wanted to. It is. You can make more money in the long run if you gave us the option. Without giving us the option, some people are turning it down because they don't have that option. They say, okay, that's great and all, but I can just I can just go buy a Super Nintendo or whatever and get the cartridges and play them later. Yeah, I'm wondering if uh, Sony or Microsoft's going to jump in that uh, retro sort of uh, atmosphere with uh, the other ones. They're, I don't think they're going to because the way they've been doing things... They, they introduce a console, they sell it cheaper to next year, then they introduce a Slim, and then you know they, they can they continue from there. But if you think about it, where was it, the Vita TV? If you think of something like that that has maybe a, uh, a hard drive of some sort, and they just put like the PSN store up there where people can buy games, I think that won't even be a bad... Uh, it, it's deal. not, but they're, they're, they're banking on their... Um, uh, I'm not even sure what PlayStation calls it. You know, with the... Um, their online service. Oh, the uh, the streaming service, the yeah. PS Now. Yes, the PS Now. They're banking on that service to work, and the uh, the company that they purchased uh, to Gen- uh, Genki, Genki, yeah, something? Genkai or something Genkai, like that. Yeah. They they're working for them. They're, yeah. they're, it's working. Well, they they bought Genkai out. and yes, they, they wanted did. to use the technology, and they, they did. I just don't think internet speed at its default is fast enough to make it great so far. Only it, a few people that pay crazy money to. I've Cat, played a few of know, them, and they, they've been fine. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, they, they give you a trial. If you haven't tried it, but you, I mean, you think can use about a trial, it. and you can test out a couple of games. I think they give it to you for a month or something like that. But the, it has to be something good because they have PlayStation 4 games on there now. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to play, you know, 60, 100 gig PlayStation 4 games over a streaming service. If it's you know if you're if they're telling you that the, you have to have superior internet in order for it yeah, to have good quality, true, so that's why that's where I'm going. like competition games, like a fighting game of some sort. And if it well, has online or yeah, I I would be against that. Yeah, I don't think it would be great if you yeah. did that. I'll have to check it out then. I've never given it a try, but maybe it's something I should look into. I I personally think you should. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing with I was talking to somebody about the uh, PlayStation View. Um, your boy yeah, I was Malcolm. Look into that. Your boy Malcolm. Oh, okay. Shout out to Malcolm, because you know me. I Mac. like to give shout outs when I'm here. Definitely. So uh, I got to give a shout out to Daniel Pasina because um, he didn't necessarily remember who I was because obviously I haven't spoken to him in a year. Um, those of you who don't know, this is a guy who played uh, Johnny Cage and Scorpion, Sub Zero, all those characters. Um, but he had this year he has Jax with him. I don't know the guy's name yet. I will figure. I will find out. He his still name looks and, like Jax too because his yo, arms are pretty. The big. dude is still Jack, <laughs> aka Jax. He is still Jack. The dude is fucking huge. All you gotta do is grab some tin foil and wrap it around his yes, arms. Yes, yes, and he looks yes. just like him. And, uh, yep, 
Again, he need a he need to um he need a high low again, but it's whatever. Yeah, exactly. Take but, it back to the nineties. But I got to give them a shout out because uh, um, immediately once I told Daniel Pacina, hey, uh, and I called him Master Pacina because he is a martial arts master, so I, I actually call him by that. Um, I told him who I was and I told him what happened last year, and he was like, oh yeah 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 yeah. He was like, we got to do that again. He said, you ready for round two? Oh, so wow. him and Jax want to come over and um, have you set up the interview. Here? He, they had a panel or something like that they were doing at two o'clock. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see if they're back over there around three. Mm-hmm. It's uh, two thirty right now, so I'm gonna go back over there and check for him. They're gonna come over separately. Um, we got to make a little bit of room because he's gonna be on the opposite side of the table. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna and try for and Jax, grab. You're gonna need a lot of room. Yeah, yeah. His arms <laughs> are gonna take up. breaking people. Well, his his arms are gonna take right. up a lot of space. <laughs> Um, so I got to give a shout out to them because that, that was pretty fucking awesome for him to just jump right in and say, I want to do another interview. I think it's beyond awesome only become, because we come from this time where, like, we've seen these guys in the video game and especially Mortal Kombat. And, you know, it was before the years of Internet and stuff. And we, like, sort of immortalized these guys. Like, we didn't even, well, obviously we knew they were actors because of technology they used. But, like, seeing them now, it's just like they popped out of a video game when we were teenagers. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and, and even when he goes to take the pictures, he, he pops out and he puts the glasses on and everything. It's fucking great. Yep. It's absolutely it, fucking it, it's great. It's awesome. It's something I never saw coming, at least being a kid, what, 1992, when a little deli up the street had Mortal Kombat. And I'm ripping yep. off heads and stuff like that. Yep. Just, you know, to me, video games weren't like a big thing then. Nintendo was big, but it wasn't like it is now where we have these cons and stuff like this. And you get these guys that actually starred in these video games previously here and stuff it's you know it's kind of surreal at times shout out to the now closed down um, local bodega on Dixwell Ave yeah. <laughs> I had everything I mean, had a laundromat that had Street Fighter 2 tournament yep. uh, turbo turbo edition yep. yeah. there's a there, tournament, I don't think no, tournament thing because turbo edition wasn't out then this is the second iteration yeah. of Street Fighter 2 uh, championship edition championship edition that's what it was yeah. I was able to pick Ken with the blue gi on yes <laughs> they gave you color options yep, and some speed that's what it was but yeah it, it, I mean times like that and then you, you you come back and you see these guys you know still trying to push their product and even daniel Pacini even broke an excuse exclusive with me i don't know who else he did this for <laughs> with only true gamers last year broke the exclusive that that he's working on another fighting game that's awesome and i, I actually asked him and i will ask him when we do the interview later so today. what is he doing he's doing motion capture i'm he's, guessing him and his he said him and his brother still do motion capture oh wow his brother still does motion capture for mortal kombat Who's his brother? Do we? I, I don't remember his name okay. right now. Um, but his it's it's got to be a Piscina. But he's uh, <laughs> his brother still does motion cap. So that's awesome for Mortal Kombat. So um, yeah. And then uh, one of our buddies in the group. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want him to to get in trouble. But one of our buddies in the group works for uh, WB. So he uh, oh yeah he sees. Um, What's his name? Uh, Boone, right? Ed Boone. Ed Boone. He sees. He, he sees not on a regular basis, but I have asked the question, and he said he has seen him in the offices. Um, I'm not going to disclose too much. I don't want my buddy to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But real good dude, does great work, and all of the games that he's put out so far have been uh, hits. Every single one of them. That's awesome. So I'm proud of this dude. I actually gave him a game to make. I told him there's a game I want him to make, and um, he's down to do it. He's just got to figure out how he's going to do it. I'm not going to put this th- the name of the game that I want to make out there right now. Chris, I'll tell you off the air because I trust you like that. Yeah. But um, 
he he thought it was a, a fucking phenomenal idea and he wants to try and do it so i'm not gonna uh, again i'm not gonna say his name but shout out bro you know who you are shout out yeah <laughs> um so i'm not gonna keep chris too much longer i have him on the podcast um regularly anyways so we'll yeah. have to get you back down into the uh the dungeon aka the uh the game only room. two gamers uh headquarters right right so we'll have to get you back down there. I don't think you've seen some of the uh, renovations lately, have you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You saw, you saw some of the renovations, right? Yeah. That seems to be the... What, we lose some audio? Yes. Uh, Technical sorry. difficulties sorry. for a second. But, uh, yeah, before I go, shout out to uh, uh, RJ Snacks, Robbie, yes. Shaiwan, yes. BKNY. Yeah. Uh, Child of Mandalore. Child of Mandalore. Yep. Everybody and, uh, shout out. Shaiwan texted me today and said he didn't remember that the or he didn't know or he missed the memo that the uh, expo was this weekend they also shout out to uh pj de stefanos uh status foo um status foo what's up my boy daniel Tejeda. um yes danny bulbous bulbous aka bulbous 12 brother 12 that's my boy (laughs) um all my peeps cousin sean uh reed bean pie uh a lot of the otg crew like to see you guys soon. Is it? So. Is, I'm gonna. I gotta ask you before I do it. Is it? Is it okay if I do a R.I.P.? Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah, sure. So, um, little buddy of mine, Chris Boone's stepbrother. I want to say R.I.P. Um, little Drake. Little Drake. DJ. DJ. We miss you, my boy. Yep. Rest easy. So with that, I thank you, Chris. Thank you for stopping yep. by, man. No I problem. I appreciate you. Um, Big supporter. Thanks for helping me put yep. the uh, OTG together. And I'm kind of mad this year. I just want to add my <laughs> OTG shirt. I didn't wear. I don't know why I wasn't thinking. Oh. It was free promotion here today, and I had yeah. it. Yeah. I bought boy. it like two years ago, I think, man. Look at you. Slacker. And I saw I, you I, in it I earlier, sh- and I'm I should have said something, man. Slacker. You should have said something like, OTG Slacker. members, please wear the shirt. I thought it would have been Yo, cool. you know what? I probably should have. That's my fault. But my dog has been sick the past few days, and, and then other scenarios that's been going on in both of our lives. Um, you know, I I, I, I let s- shit slip sometime, man. I apologize, guys. If you get a chance to come down here on a Sunday, which um, by the time you hit us, it'd be way too late any fucking way. Wear your shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna put it up. I'm gonna post it anyways. You go to if you got a shirt and you're going down to retro, rock the shirt, please. Definitely. Put the OTG shirt on. Um, we got hoodies coming. I'm trying to work with this new cat to get some hoodies um, at a decent price for everybody. Uh, I, I think hoodies are way too expensive. So I'm trying to get the price down. So I'm trying to work with you guys. Anybody who wants a hoodie, um, make, sure, make sure you shout me out in the group and stuff like that. Yep. Hood, hoodie season is upon us anyways. Exactly. Let's rock. At least here in New England. Yes. For our OTG Northeasterners. Man, <laughs> cats and cows be wearing hoodies just because. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's too hot for a hoodie. Bulbous. <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? It's 71. Yeah, exactly. Like, Bitch, that ain't hoodie weather. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, I'm going to let you go. Thanks yep, for showing up. Definitely. I appreciate it. I wish you could stay a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, we're going to come back. Uh, I think we're going to do um, our buddies that are next to us, the Super Retro. When okay. We get back. If not, we're going to have the interview with Daniel Pacina. We're going to have the interview with uh, Jax because I don't know his real name yet. I'll get that for you. Don't worry about it. And then the uh, person who put this all together, Chris Crone from yep. uh, Shout out to Retro, Chris Crone. Retro Gaming Plus, right? Yep. 
Retro Gaming Plus, he's going to be on here. We're going to do a, a short interview with him because he's running around like crazy. So please, 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 please stay tuned and please post responsibly. Hey, what's going on? We are back here at the Retro World Expo. This is Marlon, a.k.a. Hades. Here at Peter's booth, Woo. Peter Kenshin 1913. This is the only True Gamers podcast. I'm sitting here with a very special guest, a guest from my childhood, John Parrish, aka Jax. Good afternoon. How y'all doing out there? This is an amazing event. Being here and being able to run into Daniel Fasini again, and then having John Parrish, aka Jax. Willing to come over and do an interview at the Only True Gamers podcast. This is fucking awesome. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. Now, I'm going to start off with the questions pretty easy. And then, Pete, I'm pretty sure you got some questions as well. Um, you have to excuse the, the monitor. Um, when you guys were, were, were filming everything, did you have any input on the moveset? Like the character moves, the stuff that Jax would do. Did you have any input on that? Um, well, it was choreographed by Danny. Uh, all, everybody's moves. That's why in the beginning, our moves all look alike. You know, how we're kind of shuffling back and forth. Yep. Uh, and he would just, all you have to do is just basically you yell out a command. Okay, we want you to kick. Okay, what kind of kick? High kick, low kick, side kick. So, the way I kick, it's all me, okay? So it depends on, you know, we had basic moves in the beginning, but then the ground pound came. That was something I helped create. Nice. Uh, a couple of the fatalities, like ripping your arms off, that was just casually mentioned. And then next thing you know, it was part of the game. I'm like, okay, cool. Wow. You know, um, the gacha, uh, Classic. Yeah, that was that that almost rivals get over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was um, a collaboration. I mean, because it was like you know, I would grab somebody's throat, and then they say, "Okay, now punch," and then all of a sudden somebody said, "Gotcha," and then I'm like, "Okay, now that's in the game." Yeah. So yeah. you know, a lot of the moves, you know, like I said, the, like the backflips were my own because they didn't think I could do backflips because of my size. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of stuff that I was able to do for somebody my size that at first no one thought I could do until they won ass. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. Two, I did it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I said, I'm very agile. I can do anything y'all want me to do. For your tongue, so. And I, I gotta say, this guy is still jacked. Yeah. This guy's fucking ripped. I mean, let's let's be honest here. This dude is huge. Oh yeah. And I I saw him and I'm like, holy shit! I I gotta try and get this guy on. And I, I went over to Daniel first because he had seen me last year, and that was a great interview. And I'm like, man, I'd love to get you guys back on. He's like, let's do it. You ready for round two? I'm like, hell yeah, yeah. let's do this. So all that all that stuff with the game, with the with the fatalities and and the move sets and stuff like that. Were there anything that that was there anything in there that you wanted to put in there that they said no 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 we're gonna we can't do that. Nope, not my character. That was only Rich. <laughs> no, um, no, because I mean, it, it was very simple. I'm, I'm laid back. I mean, you know, it, it was, you know, whatever. 
it was no direction. So whatever direction we were going, that's where we were going. You know, I mean, nice. I didn't think of nothing to do over the top because, yeah, yeah. you know, my entire character, the way I envision Jax is a lot different than, say, how Rich envisioned Kano or okay. how he did uh, Ken Chi or Quan Chi, you know. Nice. I mean, those are brutal type characters. Yeah, yeah. My character wasn't brutal like that. It was just, I beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's not much more than, you know, I mean, I can slap yeah. you upside the head, yeah, yeah. smash that like a water, because I was thinking of a watermelon. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Bam. Mm. You know, oh, wow. You know, mm. <laughs> that, wow. that's how we, you know, I looked at it or, you know, if I'm going to hit the ground, it's got to be with so much force and vibrates everybody. Yeah. So. So, Again, like classic, classic moves. Like this, all this stuff is from my childhood. Yeah. You know, I, I remember going into a bowling alley in, in, um, in East Haven, Connecticut, and they had like the first, I guess, run of Mortal Kombat before. Like, it, you know, there was there were several updates to it. Mm-hmm. Not a, not a lot of the fatalities were even finished at that point. I think there were. I think that specific version only had one fatality, and I think it was Molina. Yeah, because uh, Ed, uh, Ed Boone and John Jabas would constant, constantly send me updates on the different fatalities that were coming out and what did I think about this one or that one. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, cause, I mean, I, you look at them like, oh, well, yeah, that'll work, mm. you know. So it was nothing that, you know, that uh, there was nothing off the table, put it that way. Mm. You know, and, and yes, everybody's fatality, fatality was yep. developed over a span. It wasn't like, yeah. boom, here it is, and they threw it all in the game. So every time there was something released, a new release, you know, update would be put in. Yeah, because I remember, you know, having to, to go on, back then, you couldn't just hit the internet. We had to look on the bulletin boards yeah. to find out what was yep. what was coming up. So you, you'd hit the internet and ask for a fatality, and then you'd, you'd sign off and you go back on, like, a day later yeah. and find, day find later. the answer to it. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and one of the ones was, like I said, the Molina fatality. But once once everything was rocking and rolling with that game, mm-hmm. the, the friendships, the babalities, yeah. um, I mean, all that stuff, I was like, holy crap. Like, the, you know. Mm. So can I, I got a question for you. How was the environment, like, working at Midway? Did you, did you guys, like, all work together, or did they have you come in, like, two at a time to uh, perform any of the moves, or how did that work? Uh, it was separate. Right. Okay. Uh, whenever I went, Danny was always there. Like I said, he was mm-hmm. one of the main creators and choreographers of, you know, as far as moves. Mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. uh, John Tobias, Ed Boone would peek in every now and then. Other than that, uh, no, I didn't see any other characters yeah. at all. You know. So were you, were you like just punching the air? Did you... Do you have someone there to like kind of oh, no. do the moves off of? No, no, you. Everything. Remember, we're yeah. we, we're we were so far ahead of the game, we didn't even know. It was yeah. Like, okay. You, just, you know. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Literally, I mean, so far <laughs> ahead, it was crazy. So they, they would put like a a broomstick there, you know, so you can visualize the height. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's like, okay, now we want you to punch here, and then he'd be sitting on the camera and watching that movie. Now remember, we couldn't do like that. Yeah. And yeah. we couldn't even go that fast. It would be like, punch. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so That's because, another depth of it. Yeah, because yeah. everything could not be done fast. Yeah. Except for when I had to do backflips, because I was actually the first one digitized into the game. Mm-hmm. Danny and them were all videotaped. Yeah. So when they digitized me, then 
you were able to go a little bit faster. Yeah. So yeah. that's when you saw the okay. backflips come in at, because I mean, people think that, you know, I did, I was rolling and stuff like that. I said, no, there were literally hundreds and hundreds of backflips. Wow. Okay, on a mat with boots on. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. tight. And, oh, and it was the belt. And yeah. if you look at, you know, I, I'm a professional bodybuilder, so if you look at the stages of each game, you can look at my weight and you can tell when I was about ready for a contest. And like in Mortal Kombat oh, wow. 3, I was jacked and ripped. Mm -hmm. I was only two to three weeks from a bodybuilding right. show. Wow. But when I did two, the first one, you know, I was more full. I didn't have like, you know, six pack tabs, mm -hmm. you know, and everything really? was broader, wasn't really defined. Yeah. I was okay. totally off season. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Now did, now, did you have any input? into your character at any point like so let's say with uh, Mortal Kombat 3 you know Jax had his arms ripped off and putting metal arms do you have any input on that no I the input as far as his arms getting ripped off spawned from the idea that after two was completed and you know and I knew they were gonna do a third one I'm like can I have some special power? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, ma it makes sense. I everybody mean, a lot of, else got everybody special Everybody else power. had something, right? You know, I said, Johnny Cage yeah. was throwing green bulbs of yeah. light. <laughs> Sonya's got, like, uh, sonic waves. It's yeah. like, yeah. Jax needs something. You know, I mean, yeah. They said, well, you got the ground pound. I'm like, yes. And that weird boomerang thing. Yeah. Of course, I can, you know, the gotcha, you know, never goes away. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, need... I gotta say though, I used to spam that boomerang. Yeah, that because, was good. Because You're one the of the height few. of it, the height of it made it perfect to catch people when they were trying to jump. You know what? You were the you're the few. Yeah. <laughs> and the proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it worked. It worked. Cause, cause as I, a matter of fact, I've never really seen anybody. I've watched many people play. Yeah. But to successfully use it the way you just described, I've you know I've seen people look like it was done by accident. It just pop out. I'm like, mm -hmm. you the, know. For me, the um, using that move was was a deterrent for jumping because of the height of it. Mm -hmm. Johnny Cage, when he did his move, he went down a little bit low, so yeah. it was almost a mid-level throw. Whereas Jax's was high, so it was almost a, a deterrent to jumping. And also, if somebody jumped at you, you can actually do it. If you do it at the right time, they would miss a kick and get hit by it. Oh. So like as they're coming in for a jump kick, if you did that move. They would get hit by that move and knocked right out of their kicks. Oh. I played a lot of Mortal Kombat, bro. I played a lot of Mortal Kombat. Like I said, man, I, I played every single one of them. How, how many of them were you in? Two and three. Okay. okay. When they started with four is when they started going CGI and 3D. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when you really saw my character change. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. I got used to it, but uh, I feel like I'm better in X and yeah. in the original. I'm like, yeah, X is alright. I, 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 I can get with X. Yeah. You know, the other ones, no. <laughs> I, you know, I like I like two and three. You can see the different direction they started to go in in three. Yeah, with the um, robots and everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and that was, it wasn't by design of John Tobias. It had something to do with legal problems, you know, the whole yeah. drama that, you know, that was the breaking point. Yeah, during the point when they were like, video games are causing kids 
to be violent or whatever. No, it so. wasn't the video game. No? Nah, had that, 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 had, that had to be around two or three. Oh. That was in two. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was in two. And three, we're talking about internal legal Oh, oh, oh when men's way. Us, oh. Okay, you know, about paying us right. what we were worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, giving Danny his just dues and right. stuff like that. And wow. A lot of lawyers got involved. Because after three, I did a few tours with them. A lot of things fell apart. Yeah. It was supposed to be East West Coast tour, it was supposed to be movie deals, whether we were in a movie, but at least console yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, we were talking to um, Denny about that before, um, in, in, you know, the original uh, recording we did, and he was saying the same thing that there were there were, there were several conflictions with the movies and the properties and how they were going to yeah. do it. You guys weren't going to be involved. You had no say in it. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, and we were told that we were going to be able to. We were told that we were going to be able to uh, be involved. You know, in the movies, mm -hmm. you know, and then uh, we, I think that, you know we, the answer came back that you know we saw, you know, I don't know if it was from Ed or from John. We asked that, what happened to the movie that we saw. The, you know, the producer in, in Reno when we went out there. Yeah. Uh, I hate to tell you, he said you guys are too short. No. I said, excuse me. So their whole philosophy back then doing movies was, uh, from the way it sounded, is. They wanted people six feet tall, six foot two and taller. As far as the tours were going, they wanted to have a model like, you know, remember the American Gladiator? Mm -hmm. They wanted that type of model. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, but that's more, a shame. But Mortal that Kombat is. was not that, you know, we were trying to tell them this is not that type of part. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. You know, so, and since, Midway owned the rights and all of that. I mean, because when we signed, we signed so they can use our image. Right, yeah. Okay, so it was unprecedented that humans were in a video game. Yes. So we didn't belong to an actor's guild mm -hmm. or anything like that. But when it came time to, like, okay, let's be fair, equitable, Midway didn't want to play that. Yeah, that's a shame. So, I mean, and that's when. You know, and my it wasn't my aspiration to be some rock star, and you know, and I told him at a certain point I used to be a paralegal. I'm like, yeah, I know where this is going. Right. Yeah. yeah. You just want to get That's your terrible. due. Yeah. Exactly. I said That's I know where it's going. Terrible. I said we're not going to be able to get paid. It's going to drag on for 12 years, mm -hmm. 10 yep. years. I said, you know, I'll take my two thousand dollars, whatever it is, do a couple of tours. I said, I have no aspirations. Now, if later in the future it becomes something bigger and bigger, then sure. Yeah. You know, but now that everything that we know, I mean, because a lot of stuff was still, you know, it's like our government was hidden from you in the back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't know yeah. who said what, who did what, but now it's all coming out because of social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and then... And podcasts like this yeah, one. Yeah, podcasts <laughs> like this one. Then you have Warner Brothers who didn't really know, like Danny said, what the hell they were buying mm -hmm. and what really went on behind the scenes with Midway and the cast. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, now they own the logo. Yeah. But they don't own our images, but they think they do. Mm -hmm. I said, you don't because we didn't sign with you. That's a legal thing. I told myself, well, I didn't Ooh. sign with them. Yeah. We signed with Midway. Yeah. And it was wow. an agreement. It mm -hmm. wasn't even a full, thorough, I mean, you can call it a contract, but it was an yep. agreement. They can use our images. They said nothing about if 
they were to go bankrupt and somebody was to buy them, then they would buy that it, those images too. Right. No, that has to be a renegotiation yes. between us and another party. You would have had to. And yes, and I would. We would have had to all been called in, and Warner Brothers would have had to make a, a brand deal new contract. Right. Yes, a whole the brand old, new contract. Con old contract, null and void, brand new contract. But, so as far as wow. you know. Is your image still owned by Midway or whoever owns Midway? Oh, hell no. Oh, no. So, one, see, this is how it works. Mm -hmm. Midway went belly up. Right. Yep. That oh, makes, we remember that. <laughs> that makes every all contracts between us null and void. Oh, nice. Okay. So did you try at any point to uh, get any kind of... Um, uh, Payment for anything like later well, on that they might have used your image some or type of reimbursement or well, no, well, no, right now there is it's thin ice right now. Right. Between okay, because Danny's outspoken. Oh as yeah. We, as we all know. So that he, dude's awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, it's some feathers that it's been rubbed on not Warner's brothers per se, but on the Nether Realm side. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That. It's causing a conflict. So, it's certain things that Warner Brothers does own, like the Dragon logo. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot of like the imaging they don't own, but they still think they own. Right. Because they have some of the original artists who work for Midway it, working for them on mm, their project. They still with, they still with, work with, with them. Another, yeah. Well, like Ed Boon. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, his crew yeah. Still okay. works. He got Nether Realm. Yes. But Nether Realm is the big money maker for Mortal Kombat yeah. and for Warner Brothers. So Warner Brothers, you know, is looking they at They do it. the injustice too, right? Yeah, they did the injustice yeah. and everything. Yeah. So they're looking at it from an entirely different perspective, you know. Yes. You know, I don't expect Warner Brothers to pay us anything. Right. But if they don't really know what they have in Mortal Kombat, it's not the same as any other game where you can just... A, a CGI game. Mm -hmm. You can get anybody and make a movie about that game and get anybody to play the character. Right. Mortal Kombat... You can't get anybody to play the character because we are the character. We're yep. real people. Yes. Yeah. So yep. our personalities are in the game. Mm -hmm. so, so you know, even if Warner Brothers is listening, it behooves them. I mean, if they truly want to make money and take Mortal Kombat to another level, is to work with all of the original yeah. members. You know, come up with you know, like you know, we put you on tour and. You know, you know, franchising and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because there's money for everybody, unless they just oh, yeah. want to be greedy. There's right. way more enough money. Yeah, unless for they just want to be greedy. Yeah. Because everybody's going back to retro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it makes sense to try and do something. Yeah. Like you know, even if, even if like Warner Brothers doesn't want to get together with you guys, like just you guys, the guys who made the game in the beginning got yeah. together and been like, look, you can get the whole cast here. Yeah. People, P I know there are tons of people that would be like. I will pay tons of money to oh, get yeah. the autographs or whatever. Well, well even yeah. if you have like a maybe even a little show. Well, see what's about nothing too crazy. Well, what's about to happen is we were talking to Lance and uh, I forgot his, his his partner's name for this show, Bill and all of them mm -hmm. last night at dinner. We like we want to be able to bring Combat Con that we just had in Chicago. Yeah, okay. Put it on the road and hopefully come here next year and have them run side by side. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know, that'd be great. And you know, therefore, and you know, and slowly bring in you know more and more of the cast members every year and build it up. And that'd then, be great. Because that'd I mean, absolutely amazing. Because with our production alone, if, if anybody's ever been to a Mortal Kombat con, 
all the vendors who sold Mortal Kombat stuff sold out. Yeah. And it was only a one day event. Yeah, there's wow. there's definitely a demand for yeah. it. Oh, there's definitely. Definitely. You can easily see that. Yeah. And, so, and there was one other thing that I wanted to ask you, too. You know, piggybacking on the whole Warner Brothers thing and, and the rights and things like that. What do, what do you think about how uh, Michael Jai White was trying to bring in, you know, put together that whole Mortal Kombat miniseries? You know, he could have done it. But so I know they had a quick run, right? They had a, like a one-season thing that never came back. No, they, yeah, yeah. they had a trailer. And uh, then they got a season to assist from Warner Brothers. Didn't they have, yeah, but didn't they have uh, one season of it, though? I thought they had one season. No, I it was remember. just a trailer. Okay. From what I was told. Because I saw somebody actually had sent me the trailer. I'm like, yeah. oh. And it said, you know, soon to come. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, but Johnny Cage was killed off. Yes. By Kane, uh, I mean by Baraka. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. In that trailer. Yeah. In that fight. Okay. Scene, yeah. And the next thing you know, and I'm like, I, asked, I, said, I said, that was pretty cool. Except they killed her. I was like, what happened? He said, oh, they got a cease and desist from Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, you know? that sucks. And, and you know what? I'm like, all right, he's gonna play Jax. You get my thumbs up. Yeah. You, you know, know that dude's from Connecticut, the hell right? out of him. Yes, mm -hmm. I admire the hell out of him. He's from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh, nice. Yeah. That dude is awesome. He used yeah. to come in uh, smiles all the time. I tell that story a lot. It's hilarious. Yeah. He, he, but he's a he's a good dude. Shout out to Michael Jai White if you're if you're ever in Connecticut. And yeah. Feel like listening to our podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, you know, him when I saw that trailer, I said, oh yeah, yeah, he can play. He can do it. He, he can do it. He can pull that shit off. Okay, that, oh, yeah. that's the character I envisioned. Right, Jack. right. Everybody else, I think somebody sent me one with all of the voices, like yeah. Carl Weathers and some other. Oh like, no! And no, I was no, sitting no, up no. there like this. No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then you know, and then when I saw the movie, like I don't knock the actors for the movies, but then. Those movies were garbage. They were not, garbage. I can't yeah, front. No, they were no. garbage. Like I said, the movie... Except I, for the music. I love that Mortal Kombat. No, well, you know what, though? I gotta <laughs> say, the, the, one, the one scene that was good was the fight with Scorpion and um, Johnny Cage. Yeah. yeah. That was the best thing about both movies. Mm -hmm. Everything else was garbage. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially the Jax, the whole Jax thing. I mean, oh, the yeah. first one, Sonya, don't go. I'm like, what? 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 No, yeah. No. No. No, dude. More backbone than that. Yeah. Oh, who wrote that line? And he had these, like... Um, Look like these rubber cybernetic things that slipped over his arm. Or oh some no, that shit. was that was in the second one. I yeah, mean, the I was second about to get yeah, to yeah. That. yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, his ego got hurt and suddenly he started acting like a bitch and then pulled him off. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, what the? Yeah. I said, oh hell no! Nah. He's sitting over there crying, and those aren't real. <laughs> I said, does, no. any, does anyone follow the whole story that they're supposed to be real? Yes. <laughs> and Josh is supposed to have no. Mercy, he ain't crying for nobody. Ain't yeah. no bitch in that dude. Hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, man, Michael Jai White was the truth with that role, man. I thought mm -hmm. I thought that was gonna be really good. I was looking forward to something like that. Yeah. I think a lot of people were, but like I said, if Warner Brothers is listening, yeah. it, it, I gotta know. tell you, I got I got an insider at WB. I can't say his name because he's you know, he's got a whole bunch of um, NDAs that he's got to sign and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna say his name, but hey, bro, you heard it here first. Yep. John Parrish is telling you. It, it, it's, it's get this to the right people. Because you, you can mark. I mean, we're marketing, giving you free marketing already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the fan base is not national; it is international. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so 
And I'm quite sure they know that because they'd be watching Facebook and all the pictures we post. Mortal Kombat people coming from Luxembourg. They're coming. I mean, they're flying over here. Chile, mm -hmm. Argentina, Baltimore. And they can't do anything. Uh, right? No. They can't do nothing. Yeah. Nothing they can do. I mean, if they put a cease and desist order through a court and the judge says, okay, we're going to do this until... only thing he's going to do is say, we're going to do this until we hammer it out in court. And eventually we will prevail, but they got deep pockets and they can drag this shit out from mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm. Now, let me, let me ask you this then. If something like that was to happen, would you be able to put a cease and desist on them for the characters? Seeing as you portrayed them first and foremost, not the characters because they can still use characters, but they cannot have them any way like our image. And I'm quite sure if they went to a judge, that's probably why they haven't done it because then the judges say all Mortal Kombat would have to be shut down. Yeah. That, that that was going to be my next thing because <laughs> you would be able to shut them yeah, down saying, if they did that. Yeah, because we would have lawyers that would argue, okay, wait a minute, you're going to give us a cease and desist on this, yeah. then. They can't do it either because they don't own the rights to yes. the individual characters and actors of the game. Yes. Okay. Wow. So, I mean, like I said, it can get messy, but I prefer not to go messy. I, yeah. I prefer, like, okay, either we keep doing our thing the way we're doing it, you know, I'm happy, you know, or, you know, let's work and collaborate together and make it much bigger and much yeah. better. I'd rather, I'd rather see that collaboration. Yeah. That'd be absolutely that, awesome. That would be an awesome collaboration. Mm -hmm. Let us do what we do. That'd be fucking awesome. You know, instead of thinking that you have consults back there who know the entertainment business. Just Plus the fact that the people, the people who played the games back then, are now adults who have money to spend on this stuff. Yes, and they know who we are. Exactly. Okay, yeah. I said, I said, it's not like okay, you see an actor in a movie, and then if he's in another movie, you don't already know. You yeah. Okay, because. And they're not relatable yeah, anyway. Yeah, they're not relatable, and, and you don't follow them. Mm -hmm. I said, we've done the same exact thing for 25 years. People follow us. Yep. They name children after us. Yeah. Okay, wow. so when, yep. when you have a following like that, I mean, not to say it's a cult or anything, I said, a Mortal Kombat, I tell you, it's much bigger than what you think it is. Okay. Yeah. It definitely is. Well, I don't want to keep you too long. You know, I know you got to get back to your booth and everything. I really appreciate you coming over here. Hopefully, you're going to come back next year oh, yeah. and we can do this all over again. Well, hopefully we can come back and we'll have Mortal Kombat Con and some, yeah. more, some more of my oh, yeah. uh, actors maybe have a us. Maybe, yeah, have some more of the cast. Yeah. Well, no, well, that's oh, yeah. the whole idea. Yeah, that we would be already pissed it to them. You know, you bring at least two or three more of us out here. Right. And oh, I would, then, I would then, love to see that. And then every year, subsequent, if it's in different locations, we bring more. And, yeah. Or unless somebody can splurge and you get everybody out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that, that would definitely be great. I would love to see that. And if Warner Brothers was to work with all of these. Yeah. <laughs> AWB. You got to work with us. Got to be willing to work with us. Hey, look, man, I really appreciate you coming yes, over you here. Thank you so much. Um, this is definitely an awesome experience. I've been fanboying. Stuff like this makes me extremely happy. I'm 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 a mortal huge Mortal Kombat fan, so uh, I definitely appreciate you coming over. Hey, without the fans, it wouldn't be us. I mean, this thing's been here 25 years, and it's oh, yeah. still going. It's like it's, it's not going anywhere. I mean, it's just like I'm like, man, this is it's more popular now than it was when, oh, yeah. when we were making it. <laughs> but look, I appreciate Easily. it, and I appreciate all the fans out there. Uh, and uh, thanks again, Marlon, for having me. Thank you very much, you know. Mr. Parrish. I appreciate it. Pete, thank you very much, man. Thank you, sir. Do me a favor and give a big shout-out to OTG community. All right, OTG out in the house. 
Give it a big yeah. shout out. This is Judd's Mortal Kombat, baby. Awesome. Thank you very much. Hey, we're going to come back in a little while with an interview with uh, Daniel Pacina of uh, Mortal Kombat fame as well. Um, you, you'll know him from last year's uh, RetroCon. He came in. Uh, he played Johnny Cage and Scorpion Sub-Zero and the likes. So stay tuned, people. Thanks. And welcome back. We're just returning from a, a quick mic break here. This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, with the Only True Gamers podcast. We are still sitting here at the Retro World Expo. I like to call it the RetroCon, eh, but whatever, right? We have uh, Pete Kenshin1913. Yep, you got it. Ah, I'm, I'm getting better at that, <laughs> yeah. right? We're sitting here with a special guest that we had on last year where I fanboyed the hell out. Okay, we got Daniel Pacina of Mortal Kombat fame, Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub-Zero. Who else? Smoke? Smoke, Reptile, Noob Saibot, get over here. Ah, oh, classic, yes. So, we had him on here last year. Yeah, thanks and, uh, for having me back. Well, hey, man. Thank you for coming I'm, back. I'm, I'm excited to walk in and see you guys sitting there. I was like, holy shit, they're back. I'm so glad it wasn't a one-off and, and you guys decided to come back. This is absolutely awesome. Yeah, they always throw a, a good event, so... Yeah, we're yeah, back, and hopefully uh, next year we can uh, bring more of the crew back. I man, I'm looking forward to that. So looking forward to that. This this, this is crazy because when I walked in and walked up, obviously you didn't recognize me because we only met once, and I'm fine with that. It's okay. That's okay. I'm easily forgettable. We get it. It's all right. Um, but you offered to record again. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. What a guy. You guys are you guys are great people. You guys are absolutely phenomenal people, and no, um, you're great for having us out, man. Oh, We're man. nothing. In, you there, know, there is there is no way I would let you leave without recording. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been up to? I know last time you broke the exclusive with us with a game that you were working on that you're probably still not allowed to talk about. Um, what have you been up to? Yeah, uh, nothing still teaching martial arts in Chicago. Awesome. Uh, yeah, com uh, events. Actually, I've attended uh, more events in the U.S. this year than before. You know, last year it was my first event actually in the U.S. besides uh, Combat Con or anything local. Yep. And, uh, you know, naturally still going to South America or, you know, Central America events there. You know, but retro is a, a big thing. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Even with now with Nintendo starting to try and embrace the retro world and start bringing classics back, which, you know, I have a love-hate for. Um, but retro's, retro's been big, but it's only gotten bigger. Yeah. I, 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 you know, uh, geeks are hard to kill, man. Hard yeah. to approach us. <laughs> they can't kill us off. Yeah, and the beautiful thing about the geeks that love the stuff that you, you do is that obviously, you know, like Marlon said earlier, they're getting older and they got money. So they want to see some of the people that they used to enjoy back when they were kids. You heard that. Pete's got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tons of it. <laughs> Me, not so much. But <laughs> no, not Marlon. Marlon doesn't have any yeah. money. No, no. I got houses, kids. And I just spent a buck fifty on my dog yesterday. He's been sick for the past few days. Part of the family. Got yeah. to do it. Got to take care of him. So yeah. he, he's doing better. 
But yeah, and needless to say, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly broke because of it. But whatever. It's whatever. So we, we were talking to uh, John Parrish, a.k.a. Jax. Jax. Um, about some of the stuff that was going on in the past. And I know we talked about this last year as well with, with WB and, um, you know, them kind of, I guess, if you want to say holding the rights over your heads. Even though you guys, they can't do anything to you guys in regards to what you guys are doing. It's a, it's a yeah. weird scenario. And, and as far as I gather, they don't want to work with you guys? Well, I think it's the, the old, the, the way they acquired the game wasn't quite upfront with things. I think that they don't realize, you know, they came in, they bought the game. They, re- they don't realize that it took more than a couple of people to actually make the game. You know, you did add the creator, but you know, the actors, uh, uh, had a big say, you know, inventing the fatalities, making the personalities of the characters, mm-hmm. and actually, uh, you know, myself, my brother and Rich creating the actual movement of the games. I think they think that it was only the creation of two guys, and right now, you know, they have the main guy working for them, which is not quite really how it goes. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, people, uh, so I think that they really don't know how it was really created. Hmm. And you did a lot of the choreography, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, technically, uh, what it is, yeah, I, I filmed for three days, three eight-hour days. Uh, you know, John came in with a shot sheet that said punch. And I was like, what kind of punch? He's like, well, how many punches do you know? And so, you know, being a martial artist, well, all of a sudden we started doing all these punches. Same thing with kicks and every, everything like that, and just basic movement. So we filmed for three days, eight hours a day, and then they took that film and studied it before we actually started shooting the game. So technically, I am their choreographer. Because, yeah, yeah. And a lot, and as well, a lot of the the move sets, um, things that you were doing per character, that's stuff that you created. Like we were discussing, um, yeah. What what everybody knows as the get over here spear. Um, what you what you call the rope dart, which yes. is which is an actual um, uh, martial arts weapon, yeah, right? Yeah, and then too, you know, uh, you know, when John got, uh, you know, I was John's friend when he got me, he knew I knew martial arts. So I know now they call it a kunin, but actually that kunin, if they would have had me, they would have not, never named that, uh, renamed that weapon because that weapon is used totally different than a rope dart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It moves more than the chain whip. So you know, having a, a, a different creative angle. Uh, somebody who's no, you know, it, it, it's different. It'll reflect different on the game. So, too, uh, as I was, uh, we were chatting, like, with Get Over Here, it was just, everything was always, uh, uh, we built on an idea, and we always took the best idea. Uh, when we were filming Ninjas, it was finally, you know, uh, John approached me, he's like, hey, Ed wants to throw in some ideas for the game. You know, it, you know, we already shot three characters, we're all having fun and coming up with the ideas, and I think he was kind of breaking out of his, uh, he's a little shy, so he was like, oh yeah, I want, you know, can I contribute to the, besides the program, can I contribute some ideas to the game? So we were like, sure, and he was like, oh, I want to last it. And I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, and, uh, you know, no disrespect or anything like that, but I'm not going to be a Wonder Woman. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, but there's a rope there, and then I explained it to him, and John was like, "Okay, we're gonna use that idea." And then when we were doing it, Rich yelled out, "Get over here!" in the Kano voice, which actually later on, 
you know, someone else did the voice, but that idea stayed in the game, and that's how we're videotaping the game. A lot of those ideas that later came up in the game were from us actually the videotaping of the game. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, that, and that was one of the things that Jax was saying as well. You know, pretty much, you know, stuff that popped out while you were filming, while you were yeah. recording your moves, you know, like you said with the gotcha grab, you said somebody yelled out gotcha. You know, yeah. so and that sticks and that's in the game now because I mean it's that's another one of those classic lines that you know I equated to get over here. It's like you you grab somebody with you know with uh, with, uh, yeah. with Jax and huge. you're like gotcha. It, I mean that's that's yeah. it. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. you're done. <laughs> it's it, now it's I got, just an iconic thing. I got a question for you now. The whole get over here part now. Did you guys have any other lines before you came up with get over here? Like come here or like. Or something, or no, was it just what, get over the, here? And then I was, was like, "That sounds great." The, that was the first thing that Rich said to Vizio yeah. Kano. We just said it in the uh, Kano voice when I was doing the pull, "Get over here." He just said, "Get over here, quick." You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. too, we were always goofing around and stuff like that. It just inspired him to yell stuff out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. So you guys had a, like a really a really mellow environment as you guys were like filming all the moves and everything? I don't know if you call it mellow because we were because we were friends before Mortal Kombat. We were, you know, we played D&D. &D. You ever play D&D, you're always teasing each other. Mm -hmm. And then the dungeon master kills you. Yeah. Because you're, 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 you're messing around too much. So we're always ribbing each other. So mm -hmm. I think too, it's like working with the friends, I think that's why, you know, it took Ed a little while to get used to us is because we're already friends and we're ribbing each other. And if you don't really, if you're not part of that, you don't want to get insulted like that. Yeah, you yeah, don't want yeah. to open your mouth and you don't want to, you make don't want to, fun of you. Right, you don't want to be the new guy. And then, yeah, exactly. So hmm. I think it, that's why it took them a few characters to break in to actually start creating movement or, or things hmm. like that. Because when you're, you know, nobody wants to get freaking smart ass. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially all of us are smart ass to each other. Yeah. Yeah, so but when, that's the, the camaraderie, though. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's and what too, makes it work would, well. Yeah, you know? and too, and that made, us, made the game because we weren't... It wasn't like one person was above the other. We always wanted the best for the game. So if you had the best idea, we would go with that and build on that. Mm -hmm. And there was, a, technically, if you had a boss, right away you got to listen to the boss has to say, boss has final say on everything. Guess what? There, nobody had a final... Well, actually, John Tobias had the final say on everything. But he never... He let you do... Yeah, he wasn't restrictive. Right. He Okay, cool. Oh, we're going to do that. Oh, my God. we You can't do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, why not? Okay, well, let's try to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just like you were saying with the fatalities, you know, last time when we were talking about um, how you were you were shocked that they allowed that. Yeah. You know, you look, you're like, really? Okay. You know, yeah, it, it allows us to do it. Let's go. When you're filming it, it's all cool. And, you know, uh, and again, with the first game, we already knew that we were going to have, we thought of the idea of, uh, John had the idea of having them battle-worn. Whereas they, the game progressed, you'd have blood on their face mm -hmm. and bruises and stuff like that. So we had the idea... Uh, for blood way before we even started filming. Mm. But because of how much artwork it took, we couldn't really have that. But you know, the idea of having that blood stayed in, so when the first time they did a fatality, when it was over the top and there's blood shooting out like freaking Japanese samurai movie. Yeah. It's yeah. like, holy cow, it's just kind of shocking. When you film it, you don't have that, but when you see the end results, you're like, holy cow. Yeah, that, again, like, like I was saying, you, you know, when you see, when you saw that, being a kid and going into the arcade and, and seeing this new cabinet, you're like, "Holy shit, what is this?" You walk up and you play it, and you're like, "What the hell was that?" 
mm. and you see blood spewing all over your place like holy cow this game is fucking awesome yeah and you want to play it even more because now there's 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 some other aspects that you don't even know about and it, it, like i said the, the first the first fatality you see i know the first fatality i ever saw was kano mm. and ripping the heart out yeah and that's when i was like what? i always remember the first one i saw was always scorpion and he yeah. Pulled off his thing and blew fire in you. Yeah, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. yeah I didn't think he was undead at the time because I never really paid attention to well, any too, of the stories, yeah. but too, I loved like it. that whole process was like ribbing each other because yeah. John was like John was like, Hey, you're gonna blow fire. Pretend mm-hmm. you're blowing fire. And yeah. I looked at John and I was like, I'm not gonna blow fire because my whole mask will go on fire. Right. If I blow fire. Yeah, and he's that like makes sense. and then he's like, smart ass, pull your mask down and blow fire. Mm-hmm. And then Rich was like Oh, it'd be cool if he didn't pull his mask down. That he took the mask off, and he's a skull. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. And then so that's how all of a sudden we had that whole idea of scorpion being that thing. That See? undead. Yeah, it started with a, you know John had fire, and it started with me being a smartass mm-hmm. saying like no because I'll light my whole head on fire. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he's like, well, smartass pulled it. Pulled your. <laughs> so yeah. that's why it's a little intimidating because that's what he did. He's mm-hmm. like smartass pulled your naturally pulled your. Mask yeah, yeah, down. yeah. After yeah. that, you know, you're being a smartass to me. I'm gonna be a smartass yeah, right yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And then Rich being like, oh, that would be cool if it was a skull underneath. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it was awesome. And, and it's probably cool to, to watch everybody's eyes light up, too, when it's like a, that great idea pops out. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So with, so with the success of the first game, did it put any, like, added pressure on you guys to do it, do it, like, try to bigger and better for the second game? No, because we had... We suggested so many ideas for the first game that we already, that didn't, heck, they're still happening. Mm -hmm. I still see ideas that we had for the first game that they're using for the games that they have now. Yeah. So we had so many ideas. What's what's one you can think of? One is a, you know, x-ray introductions, uh, you know, kind of like, uh, uh, we we just had so, so so much input. You know, we wanted to tag teams. Where if you hit a button, all of a sudden you're fighting two guys at once, mm. you know. Oh. So uh, just you know, tons of things that I kind of glimpsed. Like, oh, we kind of had that. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, heard Kano eats your heart now. Originally, Kano wanted to eat your wow. heart, but we thought wow. it was too graphic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. John was like, no, you can't do that. Hold the hand up. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool if it was still beating. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, but originally, Rich grabbed your heart and ate it. Yeah, jeez. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> and I now I hear that he holds the hand up and drips blood into his now the, mouth, now, which wow. is which Rich is was, the first one. I, you know, I, I, Rich I, was Kano. Yeah, Rich the Vizio. Well, did he also play uh, Baraka? Yeah, in Quan Chi. Hmm. Yeah. Oh wow! So that okay. makes sense if he had, if Baraka did that, right? Oh yeah. Because he's got those long teeth, hands. Yeah. But yeah, teeth but yeah, hands, re- yeah, it's really interesting to hear hear the stuff about this. Yeah, like you, you know, when you think about the way we saw it. Versus how we're hearing it being developed and, and playing out. Yeah. That's a great story in itself. I mean, we just look at the end product and we're like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how it all came about. Like, I'm, I don't even know... How did you guys even come up with the character of Baraka? You know what, John, it, like I said, John is the main creator of Mortal Kombat. He did a lot of... He designed every every character you know some of uh you know for 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 history you know uh 
The only one he really didn't, you know, he came up with the idea of a ninja example. And I came up, I was like, no, I don't want to do a main ninja. I want to, you know, I want to do a ninja that nobody ever else mm-hmm. knows about. There's a Chinese ninja, Lin Kuei. They're a thousand years old. Nobody knows about them. We should have that type of ninja. You know, and so John was like, okay, well, let, let's do that. So in that geekiness of not wanting to have a standard game, we always strove to create something that we didn't, we, you know, that was out of the norm. Yeah. So as far as, like, characters, we were always kind of like a... Uh, you know, uh, John was always thinking of ways, things that weren't normal, but things from kind of our childhood. Yeah. So yeah. with the, so with Baraka, it's just kind of like just alien creature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, kind of like uh, what was that movie when they came from space and they're rolling uh, around? Was no. that Aliens? No, where they're rolling around, they're fuzzballs rolling around. Gremlins? Oh, no, not Gremlins. The one where they crash in the spaceship. No, I don't know. Uh, I know what you're talking about. They're little furry balls. All, yes. they, had, all they had was were teeth, right? Yeah, but that looks exactly like Baraka's teeth. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I Damn, I can't remember the name. You know which one? Maybe you know, one of your one I, of your I know listeners. the buddies over there would know because he's yeah, a movie guy. Yeah, yeah, all the listeners will know. Well, one of the listeners will later on post. You know what? What it was? Yeah, you know what? Uh, so all our our group members out there, if you know the name of this movie with the little critters. fuzzy critters. 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 Yes. Never mind. Yeah. We take that back. We don't need you anymore. Sorry. Yeah, we're, we're, geek, we're geeking <laughs> enough yeah. to know our exactly. movie. Yeah. That is exactly it. Yeah, it was, they were just little fur balls with teeth. That was it. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And, that, and that's where you guys got the idea for it? Well, I think that things like that came up, had the idea, uh, you know, made the uh, came up in the... The, the game all the time ideas like that I can't say that particular but that when I saw that that remind me of that and since I used to go to the movies a lot with John I was like oh that's probably where he got it but you know you don't really don't think of that because you're like oh that's really cool mm-hmm. yeah but you're just you're just trying like to spitball stuff and, yeah. and, and figure out you know who's going to be the next character um, who did Shang Tsung Shang Tsung the original Shang Tsung is Eric Kincaid and we only shot stills of him because we were only going to use Shang Tsung in a still movement. Like, he would float across. Mm. Okay. And so, since if we walked across, we used a treadmill. Later on, we tried to use a treadmill. He still wasn't smooth. So, actually, with him, one time, he was actually sitting on a piece of cardboard. Standing on a piece of cardboard. And I tried to drag him across the street. <laughs> but it, it did not work out. Yeah. Oh, no. He fell over. So he did, the, he did all the stills, but later on as the game was developed, uh, John wanted uh, Shang Tsung to have more movement. So then, he, and, and Ho Sung was the last guy we shot, and his, his filming only lasted like four or five hours, very, very short. So Ho Sung was like, man, I want to do more. So John was like, oh, we, we need a filler for, for uh, Shang Tsung, so come in and do some the pickup shots for him. So when you look at the video, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat 1, it's a combination of this guy, Eric Kincaid, and Ho-Sung. Mm. And Ho-Sung just did the majority of actual movement, so he got credit for the, oh. for, the for being Shang Tsung. But yeah, you know, a lot of people, I don't think hardly anyone knows, unless yeah. you were making, the, they're making the game. You don't know that uh, this guy, Eric Kincaid, is actually the original Shang Tsung. Mm. So now, now that's the guy, now you, you guys, at your booth right now, you have... The uh, still image is that Kincaid? No, that's uh, that image is actually uh, one that John Vogel did. But 
Oh. If, you look, if you do my Instagram, oh man, time for a free plug. <laughs> there we go. Inst- Instagram, uh, Master D. Piscina. If you search that or if you go to Twitter, Master Piscina, uh, I have pictures of like the original Shang Tsung that is not Hosang or Philip mm-hmm. Okay. And how about, how about Shao Kahn? Uh, was he played by just one person? Yeah, Brian Klein. Cool mm. guy. Yeah. Very nice. cool. Very big guy. Yeah. Actually, he's my height or a little shorter, but he's in really good shape. Oh, okay, okay. So kind of, kind of like John Paris, right? Yeah. Uh, no, but smaller because. Oh, okay. His, his frame is, you know what I mean. John is like a, uh, in bodybuilding, he would be in the uh, upper division because he's just thick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While Brian is uh, very lean. So, okay. you know, it's a different body shape. So, yeah, you know, yeah. you have groups, not the heavy. You know, it's kind of like boxing. You yeah, don't have yeah, the heavyweights yeah. fight the... The light, light, the light middleweights yeah, and lightweights. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Other weights. Yep. yeah. So, what it... Cause, because Shao Kahn's stature was huge. So, did they just expand that? Just to, just to make it... Yeah, and he Fill up the like, screen? Yeah. Because... Similar to Goro, I'm assuming. Well, you just, as we learned in number one, if you put it, if you're closer to the camera, you look bigger. If you're away from the camera, you're smaller. Right. And that's why a lot of times, from the first one, uh, from the first time filming, we learned like crap. You know, Daniel's not always, he doesn't return to exact same spot. So sometimes he looks bigger, sometimes he looks smaller. We have to try to. Uh, put some tape down so he can go back to his right. original position. So same thing with this too. My brother is six foot. So when you look in the game, he looks my height. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm only five eight. No, my brother's four inches taller than me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So not knowing that, you would think that oh, we're all the same size. You know, no, he's as he's as tall as Jacks. Mm. Wow, that's interesting as well. Mm. I mean, because there's there's several characters in there. Um, I, you know. I think Motaro was later, right? He yeah. Was, uh, that was way later, right? I don't think yeah, Motaro the, was. Was he in, in the third game? I think. Was Motaro in the third one? Uh, I, th- I think he was third that's or a, fourth. But yeah, he did. I, did. I never knew that guy. Yeah. Or, ne- or never knew that. And uh, yeah. Uh, claymation creature. So when oh, yeah, you were because he had to use the one with the uh, like the horse body, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when you were doing the uh, the moves, did they have like? Like sort of like the pit where they have like one straight like uh, section that's like you gotta do your moves in this spot, so that uh, like if you move forward or back, it would mess up the shot. You know what I mean? That was an all move, uh, all every single one. Mm-hmm. We had to do that. Yeah. You know, and that grew. We start. Uh, we, you know, I put down tape, and Don, John was like, "Well, we can make bigger." You know, I put down a really small piece of tape, like I didn't want to show it on mm-hmm. video, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, that doesn't matter." So John made those bigger, and then. And then from there, when I took a step forward, we expanded from there. I was like, wow, put a straight a tape in a straight line so that way I know how far to go before the, the light hits me in a certain way where right. all of a sudden I don't look, I look different right. in the next frame to keep everything consistent. <laughs> so, you know, then we just kind of started boxing, scoring off, don't, you can't move this far because you look bigger. And, you know, we started learning from that. So... Mm-hmm. With, the, with that, that's all part of the creation of uh, MK. Yeah. Have you guys ever, like, they, obviously you guys must have taped, like, you guys doing it, but has there ever been, like, any behind-the-scenes footage of this that, like, people can check out and see just exactly what you guys used to do? Um, I haven't. I have eight hours of the original footage out of all of it. And, yeah. And naturally, eight hours is, you know, the first day I filmed was eight hours. Mm-hmm. So it's a fraction. 
Midway was so cheap, we used to tape over the tape. Oh, that yeah. We used the day before. So, I actually, oh, wow. I'm thinking of doing a commentary, you know, because literally I can't show it straight up. Right. It, it, even though it's not no longer in a, in a, a VH format, I made it, made it digital mm-hmm. and cleaned it up. So... You know, I can't show it straight up, but I, I think I can make a commentary. Yeah. And have me talking about it, and then show footage, and then go back and forth as long right. as I don't release the footage in its completion. I'm I think not, I could do that. So I'm thinking of doing that. I'm on honestly YouTube. surprised someone hasn't tried to make like a Mortal Kombat documentary just about because, like you guys were saying, the the process of which you guys made this game was like pretty visionary in the essence of like it was the first one of the first games where they used like real life people to do a fighting game versus like always having a computer generated or sprites or whatever that it would just be an interesting thing to see not only the behind the scenes but to talk to everybody and see like where they are now yeah i think uh, josh way is including that in his uh documentary insert coin oh really so yeah he's doing it all on midway games and i know he has i uh, thinking of doing one exclusively for a bunch of games so he might do that yeah that because it's a great idea because like i said you guys are are definitely one of the first guys who's, who did that for like at least the fighting games where you used real actors they're all real moves and, and, and everybody tried to copy that yeah. immediately after right there, I mean there yeah, were several yeah. games that tried to do the same exact thing immediately after yeah and unfortunately they uh, you know it's, you become a copy then yeah you know yeah, we had or a yeah. copy of a copy, which isn't as good as yeah, the original. Right, <laughs> which is like craziness. And I think that's uh, for me when I see the franchise today, that's what they're doing mm-hmm. because they got rid of the really the whole creative team, mm-hmm. and they only have one guy, one or two people, three people, and two. Those people are held under the thumb by management. Mm-hmm. They can't really create like what they got to create freely before. So yeah. I think that you know uh, if. If NetherRealm decides to let just let those guys loose instead of trying to hold them so that they can take credit for the franchise and mm-hmm. money, I guess, or yeah. whatever their reasoning is, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, because if they just let those guys go, yeah, they could make know, some terrific games. Yeah, again. all of a sudden and be like, holy shit, there's a renewal, and guess what? We can make another ten games and have and have the games sell for a longer period of time instead of having oh everybody loves Mortal Kombat they get they buy it and resell it in a matter of six months it's dead mm-hmm. you know the original Mortal Kombat you buy it, people just kept buying it yeah I think people are still buying that game to this day because I know there was some there was one point I don't know if it was it was last year or the year before or something like that where they they released like a combo pack almost that had Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 in it and I immediately bought that I mean there's nothing like playing the classic even though I, I I'm shit at it now. Like I'm totally terrible at it. But there's nothing like having those classics um, and being able to play them. You know, the, the way they were meant to be. Because I, I, I believe that these, the ones that they re-released, were like almost arcade type. Uh, so, so I yeah. don't think it was like a copy of the consoles. I think this was like a copy of the of the uh, arcade versions of that game. And Mortal Kombat is. It's just, I mean. It, I don't, I, can, I don't, I don't know if it eclipsed Street Fighter, but I think it's just that big mm-hmm. that, like, when you think about fighting games, the first two games that come up is Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. they made some of the more memorable characters. Yes. for sure. And and, and it's and, and it's you're, easy. You're, you're uh, definitely two of my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's easy to talk about. Yeah. Because both of those games are iconic. 
when you talk about Street Fighter, you talk about the Fireball, Hadouken, you yeah. talk about the Dragon Punch. Or you you know, you talk about Mortal Kombat, you talk about get over here. Or the freezing with or the Sub-Zero. freeze, yep. Yeah. yeah. Or you talk about Kano with the ball and ripping out the heart. I mean, there's so many different iconic things to talk about with both franchises, but Mortal Kombat in general, that broke so much ground. It's yeah, phenomenal. too, it was real people. Yeah. You know. Street Fighter wasn't doing that. No. They were still with the 8-bit style of character or whatever. Mm -hmm. And when Mortal Kombat dropped, you're like, holy shit, these are real fucking characters. Like, how did they do this? This is fucking awesome. It it just... Yeah. That's that that level. That's what happens when you let people just create. Mm -hmm. Don't don't try to control them too much. Exactly. Don't be like, oh, guess what? I'm the boss, so I'm going to control what you do. And then, you know, no, just ride along and take credit. Yeah, you just stop by every now and effort. again. Yeah, you yeah. stop by every now and again. You say, hey, what you guys got? Oh, that's awesome. All right, I'll see you later. That's how and you let shot. them keep rocking and rolling. Yeah. First yeah. three characters were shot in NK. That, yeah, there was no, the boss didn't come in. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that we would just call them up and say, hey, we're shooting this. Do you need anything? No. Hey, Daniel's kind of hungry. Or, oh, yeah, order some pizza or something for him. That's, you know, you guys just awesome. cre- keep creating. Yeah. That's super awesome. Well, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got to get back to the booth over there. Last year, I know you had a couple of people helping you. This year, it's just you and John, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to stop you from making money. Hey, I'd love thanks. to sit here and talk to you guys all day. <laughs> but um, get out of here. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> but we we want you to be able to make money so you can come back next yeah, year. Yeah, thank you. Um, and bring a whole bunch of people. But thanks along for having with me you. again. Yeah. Oh man, anytime you are welcome. Anytime. This yeah. this is easy for me. This is so easy. This is this is a piece of my childhood. I, I played that game faithfully. Um, I, I absolutely love that game. And to, to be able to meet, uh, you know, two of the people who played iconic characters and in one of those games that I grew up on is just amazing to me. Hopefully your listeners will support you and, and then the ones who are local in Connecticut will get a hold of Lance or Chris or Bill and try to talk them into it. I really want to bring, like, most of the... The cast out here. Yeah, it'd be great. Maybe have a well. A let's give you a chance right now. A show. A combat let's con. Have a combat con. You know, uh, two weeks ago we had a combat con in Chicago. It was friggin' just Mortal Kombat related. It was crazy. All the vendors sold out of all their Mortal Kombat stuff. They were really, really happy. They went mm-hmm. home with their pockets filled. Fans got yep. everything possible signed. And I'd like to get that out of the Chicagoland area and bring it to like a place like Connecticut yeah. uh, in this that, Hartford area. The Northeast, I'm awesome. sure there's enough fans, I, sure. There are way more than enough fans, I can tell you that. So let, let me give you a chance to just shout everybody out. Tell everybody right now who to contact, give them your contact information, give uh, John Parrish's contact information, let everybody know who to contact. Let's make this happen for next year. Yeah, actually they can just uh, start contacting uh, Retro World Expo and, uh, you know, they, they have a uh, Facebook page. I don't think they have a web page, but they do have a Facebook page. They probably do have a web page, but I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fatality. <laughs> so, you know, just send them a message or send them an email. You know, go to their Facebook page, email them, and, and tell them, you know, that, oh, that's a good idea to have uh, a combat con type of event hooked up to this Retro World Expo. Yeah. And, uh, Makes sense. Yeah. And otherwise, you know, you guys were, know where to find me on Facebook, uh, Master Piscina, uh, Instagram, Master D Piscina, and Twitter, Master Piscina. And I do not know any of John's information offhand. 
Well, we got them in the last interview, so I think we're good. Okay. But, um, and I don't have it offhand either. I think I have his card in my pocket. But, um, yeah, damn, man. This. Man, thanks, Marlon. Hey, man, I thank you. I appreciate everything. Thank you, man. Thanks. Um, thank you for pleasure. coming back again. Uh, hopefully, like I said, we can do this again next year. Um, yeah. Hey, every, everybody out there, let's get this done. Yeah. Let's contact the right people and let's get, let's get a, a little mini combat con at Retro World Expo. Yeah, you got caged. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for listening. We're going to take another quick break right now. Uh, we got a couple other things coming up. We have um, Chris, who set up everything from Retro World Expo coming in next, who I'm going to mention. Let's get this going. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna throw that out there for him. So stay tuned, guys. And we are back here at the Retro World Expo. I like to call it the RetroCon. This is your boy Marlon, aka Hades. I'm sitting here with what we have dubbed. Booth mates. Booth mates. Well, you called booth it. Mans. You booth called mans. it booth you know mates, oh, and then I, I love said it booth mates. Just had another uh, another group on. We were like, what are we calling it? Booth mates. I was like, I loved another one that they said booth mates. I love it. So, so this is like a booth mates because we're right next a, to each oh, other. Oh yeah. And um, that's a booth mansing going on. Uh oh. Mm. You better slow your roll, girl. Mm-hmm. Good, thing, <laughs> good thing they can only hear us, can't see us. Ah. <laughs> Okay, don't get me in trouble. <laughs> Anyways, so you guys do the super retro. Yep, or super retro throwback reviews. Um, okay. okay. And um, I also do. I started the Connecticut Pod Squad. Shout out to Chad Dizzle Davis, who does his own show, um, Past the F and Popcorn, which is a movie review. Um, so that's kind of how I got into this. I do a couple, but I'm here today supporting and promoting one of. One uh, one that I co-host, Super Retro Throwback Reviews. We do movies, gaming, and music. And it's been a great day, this expo. I didn't know what to expect, but it's been so much fun. This and I got my booth pants on. Now I'm excited even more. Right? Right? There you go, man. It's, yeah. it's been super dope here. Um, watching everybody, you know, just roaming around, having a good time. It's way bigger than it was last year. It was one of the things that I was impressed with. It, like, the venue itself. Um, I had talked to a buddy of mine earlier and we were discussing how the the way the aisles were set up, they were so close to each other, they seemed like you were bumping into somebody all the time. Mm-hmm. Now the booths have so much more space. You can talk, you can kind of get a feel for people and what they're, what they're doing, it's great. Um, I'm interested in what you guys are doing here. This is wonderful. Well, I feel like a kid, not even just here, but this whole thing, I feel like a kid again. It, I think it, that's a good thing. I literally, I'm like, I think I missed out on so much of my childhood, and I want to call my parents after I get out of here. Be like, <laughs> why didn't you tell me the joys of this, 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 and this, and this? Mom, the stuff that, Dad, yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, what the, what the fuck? I was over here, and this shit is so cool. Why didn't I have that? Right. I mean, you run a chance of missing out on shit. Right? No, I wish I could. I wish I, could. I'm I, turning dirty 30 in about a couple of months, and I think you'll be frowned upon if I start going back the other way with all this gaming stuff. Nah. No? No, I think you'll be all I'll right. find my people. I'll yeah, find my people right. here. I'll find yeah. my new friend group here. Yeah, they're, they're all here. <laughs> they're all right over here. But um, my, my buddy Pete, good dude, um, he's a part of what I like to call, I have dubbed this, nobody steal this, okay, trademark pending, the Superstream team. 
Okay. Oh, nice. Um, I got a bunch of people that work with us, and we, we do a bunch of streams. Um, we were doing some uh, gaming events for a while there, but we slowed up a bit. Um, and we started the podcasting because um, this is a little bit easier than what we were doing before. And I'm having tons of fun with this. So um, Pete also does bead art, um, which is what this is. And it's all like 8-bit retro. I love um, and it. He could probably make anything you want. Um, but he also has a Let's Play. So he does that as well. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted him on board with uh, the quote-unquote super stream team. I dig it. There's lots of cool stuff that I'm looking at in front of me right now with all this. Like, these are cool. I, I love me that Mega Man, though. I, I might need to buy the Mega Man can and the container. Can I tell you something? When I was a kid, I used to do the same stuff, too, but it never looked as good as this stuff. Yo, they are super dope with this, um, and, and they probably have the best prices here for it. So, um, there, there's so much cool stuff here. Did I tell you? Okay, my favorite part of the convention was is that I was t I had um, a person on earlier, and I was like, you know, one thing from my childhood that I really, really, really loved. So I have a backstory. I have an identical twin. Um, oh, and I've told this. I story. have a twin sister. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Oh, identical. I no. call. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, she's got jokes. Listen. <laughs> I like being an identical twin because I can commit murder, baby. No one's getting this DNA. Uh, oh, <laughs> God. Okay, just, we're going to stricken that from the record, please. Just kidding, Christina. <laughs> love you, mean it. Um, but no, I have Shout out to Christina, yes, apparently. Yes, absolutely. I have an identical twin, and what we used to do, we had matching, obviously matching, um, Nintendo Game Boys when we were growing up, and we had that little HDMI, when we called that little cord. Oh, the, the, yeah, the little uh, like USB connector type yeah, thing. Yeah, cord, and we used to play Tetris. And that was our favorite I used to do that thing. Too. And we, oh my God, we would spend like eight or nine hours a day just boop, 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 back. Because when you got rid of a line on Tetris, it dropped them. It dropped on yes. the other Game Boy. Yes. And it was just like, it was so, we, and we both, because we were twins, you know, and we, um, very sports, very competitive family. Like, yeah. it was intense. Like, dropped a line on you, bitch. Like, yeah. what? Oh, like, wow. like, like, it was They're great. like seven years old talking yeah, about yeah. bitch this, bitch yeah, that. Yeah, like six, seven, like, <laughs> It was after we kicked each other's ass on the basketball court. It was fantastic. Oh, was, oh you're was, a basketball that, player too? We, oh, yeah. We played a lot of basketball. That's what you called the cool down was Tetris on the Nintendo Game Boy. <laughs> but it, I'm but, a coach. I love that. Are you I, really? I, you coach right now? I, yeah, I've been coaching for 14 years. Where this you is coach? not re video game related, peeps. I'm just saying. That's how it happens, though, I'm, on a podcast. I'm, I'm, out, I'm, I'm out of West Haven. And for I actually, um, uh, West Haven Girls uh, Rec League. I like it. I dig it. And uh, I actually uh, went back to my old high school, and, and I took over that team. What's your old high school? The Sound School. Okay. I... And Matt, I know what you're going to do right now. You're going to be like, you went to the Sound School? What year did you graduate? Oh, no. It's a running joke. We probably know a lot of the same people because I um, I dated a coach for a long time in high school basketball, and I, I, I'm... I know a lot of a lot of a lot of your your group, so uh, no, we can get into I, I that off the air, though. <laughs> I, I don't know a lot of I don't know a lot of coaches. I'm not. I guess I'm not cool enough to um, be in the coaches click. I guess. Gotcha. I'm trying to get there though. I'm going to a um, Yukon girls practice next week. Oh, I dig it. That must be fun. So I don't know. I've never been. That would be cool. But he's one of the best coaches ever. So I'm going there to to try and learn what he what he knows and. That's all you gotta do is keep going, keep moving, keep learning, right? I love it. I love I it. Learned that, I learned Basketball that. Basketball and video games. I learned that got from me through I life. learned that from Tetris to Tetris. 
So I, so when I um, I was talking to a person today and I was like, you know, that's one of my best childhood memories was playing Christina in Tetris. And all I want in my life is a Nintendo Game Boy. I just I can't, I can't afford it or whatever. Bought me one. Gave it to me, handed to me at the booth. I think I almost cried. Aww. Isn't that the sweetest thing ever? So sweet. And then I was like, Steven, I'll be right back. So Steven is my co-host on Super Retro Thorax. So I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to look for cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> what did you find? Um, I did find Tetris. Yes. And so I got Tetris, and then I also I'm a big Simpsons fan. Oh, so I found a um, okay. I found a Simpsons cartridge because everything I do has to be Simpsons. So. <laughs> so so you you probably played the old school like I think it was like four or five player. Um, arcade cabinet that Simpsons one probably yeah that that game is bad like if you haven't played that I'm, I'm gonna be a little upset yeah. if you're a Simpsons fan you should have mm-hmm. played that I did like a lot of the general stuff I had um, uh, DuckTales that was oh, my favorite yeah. remember when it was like that like I played the ones where I'm just like it's a good game are they, are these, these are just dots that look like things but they're called all of these things is how I describe those cartridges do you know what I'm saying? Like pixels? Yeah, they're just pixels. They're just like, <laughs> does it even look like anything? Into you look back and you go, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, are you serious? But you had like someone, you know, like, playing Ducktales and you're jumping in a money pile and stuff. Yeah. How did you make that work with those pixels? Because look at what it is today. They just re-released that. You know that? Oh, oh my god! Did you? Oh my god! I, I think they re-released it on uh, like PlayStation and stuff like that. So if you have any updated consoles, you should be able to download that. That's I'm ex- pretty sure they re-released that. That's super exciting. Don't fact check me, people. You know how I get down. I know. Don't fact check me. Right. I played. Do you know what? It was why I was so excited to get to the um, the Simpsons uh, cartridge. Nope. We're not gonna do that right now. Mm, Sorry. Debt collector pay bills. Nope. That's my boy. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. That's my boy Jr. Who likes to catch these L's. That's another running joke. You'll, you'll see that eventually. Um, hashtag come catch these L's. No. <laughs> Just kidding. You know what I, it's, I love The Simpsons, so I play on the, the iPhone. They have a, um, <laughs> a, a game called Tapped. And you just, oh my god, everybody, I think I'm the only one. Everyone's making fun of me, but I'm like, I don't give a fuck, man. This what? game is so fun. It's called Tapped. Simpsons Tapped. And you just, you build. Are we seriously doing this right now? This guy's, I'm about to put him on the air. I'm about to put him Let's on the air. Let's do it. You want to put him on the air? I want to put him on the air. Right, I want right, to talk about, on. I want to know what he has to do. Hold on, we're going to do this right now. Hey, hey, fuck you want, yo. I can't hear you. You got to talk up. Speak up. Oh, now, he, now he's don't shy. Know. I don't know. I don't think he hears me. I got him on speaker. He's shy now. Yo, I'm recording live, bro. I'm out here at Retro World Expo, and I'm recording live. Fuck you want. I'm in Hartford at Retro World Expo. I'm actually, I, I have another person here I'm hosting. You see that? And, and, I, and we have questions for you. See? I got, I got a co-host over here. You hear that? <laughs> I'm in Hartford, Retro World Expo, bro. Can you, listen, he's in he's at Retro World Expo hosting and and I'm hosting with him and I have questions for you now. Uh-oh. Since you wanted to call twice you wanted to be that guy calling twice in a row after you after you got denied. He didn't deny me. He denied you and you called right back, so now I got questions. First and foremost, what are you wearing? Uh oh. <laughs> this is this is my buddy Jr. Everybody, everybody from the podcast, you'll know who he is. You gotta um, tell him to say that again. I don't think you can hear me. 
Hey, hey, say that again, Jr. Say what? You said something about R-rated what? Yeah, is this an R-rated program or is it a G-rated program? No, this is the Only True Gamers podcast. You're on the Only True Gamers podcast on the phone. Right now I'm walking around butt naked. And a pair of glasses. And a pair of spectacles. And somehow you decided to call your friend. And that's, see, she just brought up a really weird point. You decided to be butt naked with spectacles on and call me. And two socks and flip flops. And two socks and flip flops. What's yes. wrong with you? Hey man, it's free country, damn it. <laughs> uh, you, you might get edited out of this. I don't no. know. No, I'm at work. Oh. <laughs> How are you calling me at work, butt naked and flip flops and spectacles? And two socks. Okay, and two socks. socks. You why you want to come catch these L's? But, oh man, do I have a wait? Let me let me stop because you know my bag is kind of slim. <laughs> I, haven't been, I haven't been stocking up the L's as of late. You know. Oh, uh, what you went back in the dojo? No, no. What happened was we had a rodent problem, so we shut it down for a little bit. Oh. And we just waiting on the health inspector to let us know we can go back in there. Oh damn, that sucks. Yeah, right now we on that Titanfall. Titanfall shit. Oh. Well, you can come catch these hells in that, too. Man, what the fuck you think? You, you know what they call me? Titan L? They call me Santa Claus. I just drop these hells off on these motherfuckers. <laughs> right? You think people pronouncing my workers wrong? They call them L's. They ain't fucking L's. They little L's. Little L's. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you soaking up my podcast. Let me call you when I leave here. <laughs> yeah, start your own. If they want to request me back on that, it's fine. I'm on <laughs> Sunday, Mondays, Tuesdays. <laughs> All right. All right, yo. Yo, JR. JR. Yo, before you go, why don't yo, you show. How long is the uh, expo for? Yo, before you go, it, it's, it's closing down at 7 o'clock. So before you go, I need you to give a shout out to the OTG community. All right, man. I'll talk that. to you later, bro. You're still good at that time. All right, later. Show. Yo, random call there from my boy JR. Perfect. I loved it. He's fucking hilarious. Oh, thank God. Well, you're going to have a good time tonight when you get out of here then. Oh, God. Editing this shit is going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but what? listen, I don't want to soak up too much of your time either because I know no, your boy is back over there. Yeah, he is. Get so, back over there so he's gonna he's gonna gym. want you to get back over there. I know I might be in trouble. Though, I don't know. I might. I'm gonna get a little reprimand. I don't know. <laughs> She's gonna get reprimanded. I'm not that man. I'm a, I might just keep you with OTG. <laughs> I might just poach you from him. I might just hide me. It's cool. I'm over here now. We might we might have a new house. I think these these oh my god these art right here in front of me is super cool. The, all all I got stuff. over there is microphones so. Well, that's because that's what you guys are doing over there. Now I know. It's awesome, and I'm very excited to be here. We've had a really good day. Lots of people have come over and hung out with us. Um, definitely check out the guys that are on the other other side. So so what do we call that? Like booth, ma- booth, bro- booth man's extended? Those guys are yeah, so they're, cool. They're, they're like, um, 
There are what, what is it like? Um, you, you know how you have like um, like a second cousin yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do like a you have a that best friend that, you have that best cousin. friend and that dirty cousin that like tags yeah. along. Every, yeah. No, yeah. they're gonna hear. That. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. I, I get fucked up on there, so don't worry about it. My cousins were all the time. They know who no, I am. they're super cool. They just did a pod with us, and they're they're really awesome. Super super excited to be kind of in between both of you guys. So that's super dope. I mean, he's yeah. a little. They're a little further away, so I can't be Booth Mates or Booth Manson with oh, them. We're, but we're like running it down the line right now. We're it's it's all of us. Right? It's not just right here, man. It's it's the circle. We're we're, we're handling business. Although I do, I, no one will address the fact that Nintendo didn't show up. Nope. No one wants to I it just I says Nintendo. Everyone's like, it's just a white happy. sign like, that says well, Nintendo, yeah. and they're not here. Nobody's they haven't been here all day. Two little lonely chairs and a white table. Nintendo didn't show up. Wah, that's wah, that's, wah. that's that's typical Nintendo. Is it? Lonely typical Nintendo. See, I want to call them out about that. Like, you know what? Like, all right, you're too cool for us. Too cool for her. I would do it. I would do it. Call them out. I called him out as much as I can, but no one wants to talk about it with me, so I'm glad that you will. Maybe that's what we'll do on this pod. Hello, Nintendo. Where are you? What did you have more important to do today? Hello. (laughs) Is it OTG you're looking for? (laughs) Is it the Retro Expo you're looking for? (laughs) No, no Nintendo. But hey, you know what? The rest of us, super cool. Everybody that I've met here. Having a good time over Having here. Having a great time and enjoyed so much, and especially meeting you. That was wonderful. It's been awesome. Well, Carly, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. I'm going to ask you to give a shout-out to the OTG community and drop your information on us so All we right. know where to find you. OTG uh, community, you better listen to this guy every O-T-G. day, all day. Like, amazing. I've had so much fun, and I've only known him for a day. So if you're not friends with him, not if you're not listening, it's, uh, I'm embarrassed for you. Um, but you can also find me at SuperRetroThrowback.com. I'm here covering uh, at Retro World Expo, covering video games. You can also find me personally www.CarlyKingsley.com. I do a couple different shows, a couple different things. So find me there, follow me, and uh, I don't think it's going to be the last that we mash up. So yeah, we're going to have to get together and yeah. do some uh, some other podcasting. Maybe we'll do a little uh, we'll do a little like prank call. You seem to have a lot of friends who want to call you. Oh, so. oh man, <laughs> that could we'll be awesome. Maybe you know it'll what? just be a show where we call your friends. And oh, we might have to we oh have to work God. something out. We're going to work something out. We're going to have to talk bad. about this off the air. <laughs> we've, got, uh. we've got ideas upon ideas. Uh, yeah, we got we still got to do the other idea about explaining Twitch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait till you guys hear this one. This will be great. I'm going to put a link up so you guys uh, know where to find their podcast from today and future podcasts from them so you can yep. check them out um, it was absolutely hilarious um, I'm featured on their podcast for a hot second yes, I might go over there awesome. before I leave to do a little something something I'm still trying to get one more interview before I leave um, but if not man we're still, we'll we're have still. to check everybody later and uh, as normal please post responsibly thank you Carly for showing up I appreciate it thank you so much I'm gonna, nice. I'm gonna move to the right now she's gonna slide off to the right slide to the right thank you very much and check you later And we are back. Took a quick break right there after the last set. Um, everything's pretty much wrapping up right now. Uh, this is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, with the Only True Gamers podcast, sitting here with Pete, a.k.a. Kenshin, 1913. 1913. You got right? it. You got it. What a great fucking day, man. Yeah, good day. I mean, for you, definitely. I mean, you, 
Met some new friends. Yeah, man. Yeah, some good podcast peeps uh, right next to us, which we're we are now dubbing the uh, Boothmans. <laughs> the Boothmans. Which your is booth, which is your boothmates. Boothmates, boothmans, whatever. It's pretty dope. It was pretty cool. There's some some cool people over there. I'm definitely gonna try and connect with them at a later date. They do uh, uh, video games and movies and things like that. They do reviews and, and, and some other stuff there. Uh, super retro throwback. I think. Dot com. Wait, I think I have a business card somewhere. Hold on, let's let's look at this card right here. Super retro throwback and reviews. Okay, so uh, I guess you can find them on YouTube and Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, um, superthrowback.com as well, or superretrothrowback.com. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, man, this this is this is really big, man. It, it you know it, it looked empty just because of how big the venue is. Yeah, but I actually appreciated it a little bit more because. It was bigger because I didn't feel as cramped last year as we did um, this year as opposed to last right, year. Right, because yeah. last year we were at the Webster and um, it was a little cramped. Like, I really enjoy the amount of space that not only people have to walk around, but us as a vendor or an exhibitor have because literally we have a butt ton of room behind us to uh, like move around if we need to be. and. Um, it's been really good. I've seen a lot of really cool vendors, especially a lot of the people art on the art side. Um, kind of like every year you see kind of the same video game things. Yep. So it's really cool to see the different art things that people do with video game mediums. And it's been, uh, it's been really cool to see all the different things. And it was a, there was a lot of bead art this year, too. Yeah, I know. Well, I was uh, selling some bead art, showing off some retro pies or... And uh, you know, just checking out all the other things. But yeah, I would say I would say that um, there were there were I mean there were only like maybe two or three booths that exclusively sold bead art. But you know, that's I definitely what, think there were more than last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was it was you and maybe one other or something like that that had some really good bead art. Yeah, but this year it definitely uh, had some competition. But hopefully, uh, we've been able to uh, do pretty well for ourselves. I, I mean, I like the stuff that you got here. There's a lot of stuff. I actually bought two items already myself. So thank you very um, much. Yeah, no problem at all. I mean, you do good work, so I mean, there's no no reason not to support you. Yeah. Um, so I mean, tell them where they they can find you, because you're a part of the Super Stream team, and I know um, I, I don't know if you've done much Let's Plays lately. Um, I've been busy myself with two jobs and numerous other things, but where where can they find all this stuff? Well, you can go to twitch.tv backslash Kenshin1913 Kenshin to catch uh, my streams. I've been streaming more lately because there's been a couple games that I've been doing that people want me to stream. And then if you just go to my YouTube channel and type in Kenshin1913, you will find some stuff there as well. I do a lot of uh, video Let's Plays. I still do it. You know, it's slowed down a little bit lately, but um, I still, I'm still keeping up the, uh, the good fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, and you always have some good stuff going on. Um, there, there was one of them that I liked uh, particularly recently. Uh, the last one that I watched, I, I don't know how recent it was. It was the, what was the underwater one? The, uh, oh, Azu, Abzu. Abzu. Yeah, it was the uh, review of Abzu, and then I did the game. It was really fun. Yeah, that, that game looked pretty fucking awesome. I almost bought that until I realized I had something else I needed to buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I do plan on buying that game because it, lo it looked pretty fucking fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, that that review was definitely dope. Um, so make, make sure you guys um, take time out to check that out as well. Um, 
amongst some uh, some of the other stuff he does. But wh- where can they find your beat art as well? Uh, they can pretty much find my beat art. It's if uh, you can't find it uh, at the convention if you're not here, or you can find it on my Etsy store, which is etsy.com backslash shop backslash Kenshin1913. Something like that. If you just type in Kenshin1913 store, you'll find it. Very good, very good. Um, I know they had some tournaments this year that I, I don't recall them having last year. Or maybe I just wasn't there for it. Um, I know they have a Retro World Tournament now. Mm-hmm. Or a Championship Series or something like that. Yeah, they, they uh, it seems like they're doing a lot of different uh, games for the Retro World Tournament. Not only that but i've seen uh the smash brothers stuff yes yeah of course you got to have smash brothers i saw them actually do a um a uh, nhl 94 tournament which was pretty cool and uh they have a lot of stuff you know the, they have such a bigger area that they can actually add a lot more games like the arcade section over there is not in like some little room like it was last year and kind of like out of the way everything is right there that you can just like check out like yep. even even the um even yeah. the board game stuff, it's just right there. And it's like, yeah, it's all out in the open. Yeah. All the, the card games, the board games, yeah. they're all out in the open. Yeah, it's very it, accessible. It, everything is, is pretty much easy to get to. You just, you got to walk and look. Right. Uh, and, and like I said, they, you know, I was explaining earlier how the aisles aren't as close as they were before because there's so much more space. You, you, you can actually walk around people. Right. You're and not it, saying, excuse me. You're exactly. not waiting for this, that, and a third. It, it's very easy to get around. Yeah, and I really like that because, especially when you have a booth where or or a table where you're having people come sit down and play games or whatever, you don't want them to be crowding up the whole aisle and stuff. So it's it, it definitely nice to have a good amount of space. But for the one thing we do have to do for next year is talk to Chris and his buddies about trying to get a combat con going, right? Yo, listen. I was trying to get Chris to, to uh, come over to he's do busy. a short he's interview, busy. but he's, he's been extremely busy, yeah. and um, I can't stay much longer. I wasn't even supposed to be here now. I was trying to leave at 5 o'clock. It is now quarter after 6, um, but I, I have to clo- at least close out the podcast, so I have to sit down and record that. Um, but he's still not available. Yeah. So, I mean, this venue is that big that him being the guy who set it up, being like the director of this, he's got to be around. He's got to be easily accessible. Exactly. And to tie him up even for just 10 minutes is, you know, is problematic. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, you know, I'm not worried about it. I'll get to him one year. Um, I got something in the works. I'm, um, I'm going to be emailing him something uh, so we can come to terms on an agreement on something. So this might be huge, especially for next year's uh, Retro World Expo, yeah. a.k.a. RetroCon, which is yeah. what I like to call it. Um, but, yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't get that interview for you guys, um, but I, I'm pretty sure if if time works out for me next year, where else I'm gonna have actually I'm gonna team up with you, Pete. Yeah, you got. And we're gonna sure get a bigger booth. You just gotta tell me ahead of time. And, and no, no, no. I'm telling you right now. All we're right. doing this. We're doing this next year. I'll put it in my phone so I remember next year, Marlon. Get Marlon involved. Yeah, make it set a date. Because honestly, what ended up happening this year, like uh, I didn't even like it, we weren't doing any events for the uh, our OTG, so I forgot. And I was yeah, because like, oh, we were fo- we're more focused on the on the podcast and the streaming right. portion, um, trying to solidify our super stream team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, copyright pending. <laughs> so um, we're we're more focused on that right now. Yeah. Uh, so 
that's probably one of the things that, that happens with our game nights and things like that. We're trying to actually find a better venue for the game nights as well. Um, now that the podcasts are like really underway, we have we have an idea and nothing's there, there are no problems with it, I should say. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're moving forward with, with everything else that we're trying to do. Also, um, just to let everybody know, we will be taking orders pretty soon for hoodies. We're going to do Only True Gamers hoodies. We want to let everybody know um, ahead of time. So if you want your hoodie, uh, make sure you let me know. You can uh, either send me a private message or something like that on Facebook. Um, oh, that got extremely loud. I'm trying to trying to get that lower. That got stupid loud. Um, I apologize for that. We got a TV right in front of us. Um, yeah. But um, as I was saying, we're we're just trying to. I got it. It's, it's pretty good. That's um, okay. You know, we want we want to get things going um, on on other fronts other than the podcast. Now that the stream team is is solid and going forward, everybody's doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, we should we should be pretty good. Yeah. It's about time. I think that's about it too, Marlon. Yeah. The, before the uh, audio dry, uh, drowns us out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think we're gonna we're gonna die on at that point if we don't do that. But uh, another successful podcast um, being over at the Retro World Expo, aka the RetroCon. Um, great times, man. If you can make it on Sunday, make sure you come down. Um, hopefully, people will come down. You won't hear this until until way later. later. Way later. But we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, all the extra help yeah. that would involved in this, and this this is just a, a a great event. Way more space. Absolutely amazing. I, I I love this. I love this venue. It's a little far drive for me, but it's a great venue. Yeah. So, Pete, let's do this again. Tell everybody where uh, they can find you. Check me out uh, at YouTube, Kenshin1913, Twitch. Kenshin 1913, Etsy, Kenshin 1913. He's got the same thing all around. Damn right. So make sure you check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play Store, um, OnlyTrueGamers.net, and obviously the www.facebook.com slash groups slash OnlyTrueGamers. This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades. Uh, Thanks for listening, and uh, again, I apologize for the loud audio at the end there, but do me a favor, please post responsibly. All right, guys, check you later.